Chapter 33 Dancing Gods Awake and pull a neural net off my head with a weary hand. I take off the goggles and I'm back in the luxurious bedroom of the house in Hampstead that belongs to Gary Preston. Preston is sitting on a chair watching me. He smiles. You've been in a long time. I run my hand through my hair. You're telling me. You'll need food, drink and sleep. And the toilet. It's through there. He points without getting up. Like everything in Preston's apartment, it is opulent, shining chrome, ceramic and gold taps. Lovely, fluffy white towels. I look at myself in the mirror. I'm wrecked. My eyeballs are red and dark smudges are smeared below my eyes. Once I've washed and gone back to the room where Preston waits, a maid comes in and puts a plate of leek and potato soup with crusty white bread and fresh butter on the table. At the smell of the soup, I realise how hungry I am. When I've finished, wipe a drip from my chin with a crisp linen napkin. So, it's all really real, I say. It isn't a question. Preston nods slowly. Morning sun slants in through the window. The bedroom has a view of the heath. I think a house here must cost a bomb. And Miranda's really dead? Yes, I'm sorry. I say nothing. I hadn't really known her, but that didn't make it any easier. They really use our minds. They do. They learn from the complexity and use it to enrich their own. He pauses. I'm hoping now you've seen them you'll join our guild. We need good people like you. Your guild is the Order of Light. Preston nods. Ordo Lux Lucis, technically the Order of the Light of Light. And you have a worldwide network, Preston says. Our founder foresaw this over a decade ago. He warned artificial intelligence could pose a huge threat, an existential threat to humanity. I remember reading that. Artificial intelligence might decide we're the problem and decide to wipe us out. A miskatonic is feeding the beast thinking it can control these sentient AIs and use them for its own ends. But the AIs will end up using Miskatonic. They already are. So will you join us? I think about how I've changed. I've always prided myself on being an individual, a man who acted alone, never believing in following the herd. And I think how selfish that made me. Childish, even. I'd always done everything for myself. Even running after Miranda was for me. Maybe she felt something for me, but I never really knew that it wasn't all in my head. I certainly obsessed over her, an image I created of her anyway. I'm so wrecked I fall asleep at the dining table. Later, I wake and crawl to the bed. Preston lets me sleep, and when I wake, it's dark. I get up and find Preston in the huge kitchen. Preston's dog runs up, wagging its tail, and I make a fuss of it. Hungry? Preston asks again. You know what? I am. I smile and Preston hands me a bowl of pasta with pesto, cherry tomatoes and black olives. When you finish that, do you want to come for a walk on the heath? Is it safe to walk on the heath at night? This is zone A. Of course it's safe. The air is chill and I pull my borrowed coat tight as we walk out of the house past its guard and make our way along Downshire Hill and onto the heath. Within ten minutes we stand on Parliament Hill looking down on London glowing like an electric spider in its web. The air is so red with artificial light that the stars are invisible. We sit on a bench. Here, Preston says, handing me my neural net, then my goggles. How will it work? I've got a high-speed remote data connection. It'll work fine. Then he hands me a Dreamland inducer tablet. I look suspiciously at the tablet. It's safe. We made it, not Miskatonic. 
He does the same job with a cleaner side effect profile. I put the tablet in my mouth, it dissolves and we both log into Dark Worlds. When I materialise, I'm in a seedy bedroom looking out of the window at the wall. A glance at my wristwatch tells me it's 3am game time. Guy Philby offers you a teleport to his location. Do you accept? I select accept and feel a tug and I'm dragged across London to where Philby sits on the same bench on Parliament Hill. Not the exact same bench. This one's a hundred years younger and made of pixels. Now look, Philby says, indicating the city of London. It's similar to the 2027 version. Not as bright, not as big, the building's not as tall, but still lit up with artificial light. And there's something else. I cock my head to listen. A low-pitched murmuring comes from where I'm looking. There, two or three miles away, a subsonic rumble keens like vast creatures singing. When I look, I see huge, inhuman gods dancing on the horizon above the city of London. They're vast, reaching into the sky, silhouettes of monstrous, impossible shapes, yet I know they are real in this game world. The great old ones dance, and this world dances with them, and I know also that though they're invisible, they are in the real world too, preparing to launch themselves and inhabit the protein networks Miskatonic has created in all the players' brains. Miskatonic think they are the masters of their technology, but their technology is really the master of them. Adam, Philby says, you know we can't possibly win this, I nod. But though it's true we might lose, he says, we've got to try. I nod, I won't sit back and do nothing, not for Miranda's sake or for Ailsa and all the other nameless ones they've corrupted and killed. Philby says, people like Gerdrock and the Brothers of Shadow will join what they think is the winning side. They'll want the power they're offered and won't have the morality to make the harder choice to resist. I stare out of the glittering city. I hear what you're saying. Philby hesitates as if not sure of my response. Then he sits forward. So will you join us? At the same time, a message appears on my HUD. Deputy Guildmaster Guy Philby would like to in-guild you into the Ordo Lux Lucis. Do you accept? There is no hesitation. 